your head. There's a bright day coming. Lift up your head. There's a breakthrough coming. Lift up your head. Your miracle is coming. Lift up your head. Your, your anointing is here. When you ask God for something, the Father gets glorified. Jesus gets magnified. Because now you know he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can possibly ask or think. What's happening in your faith starts dominating. I'm going to tell you what the Holy Ghost told me to tell you. I need you to put a smile on your face and a dance on your feet. Because by the time you get home, by the time you get home, by the time you get home, what you've been asking for shall come to pass. Refuse to die without getting everything that God has in mind for me. I refuse to die. I refuse to close my eyes in death. I refuse to die until I lay hold of everything that God has in mind for my life. I refuse to be alive without relevance. I must possess my possession. For the Bible said upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance, there shall be holiness, and the sons of Jacob must possess their possession. You want more? Habla con los que tienen más. Then talk to those that already have more. ¿Quieres salir adelante? You want to get out ahead in life? Habla con los que van adelante. Then start having fellowship with those that are ahead. Nunca le preguntes al que viene atrás. Never be asking someone that's in the back. ¿Quieres ser rico? Do you want to be rich? Pregúntale al que es rico. Start talking with those who are rich. Porque si un pobre, because if a poor person, le pregunta a otro pobre, ask another poor person, cómo podemos ser ricos? How can we ever be rich? Él no tiene la respuesta. He's not gonna have the answer. Do you hear what I'm telling you? I'm saying we're going to 4D. We're going to whatever's missing can be restored. Come on. We're going to when the devil shot his best shot. You said try it, devil. Try your best shot. And we're going to fix what's broke. It makes no difference how bad it looks. Everything that Satan did, God left no trace. You don't need to reason out nothing. You just know the God that you serve. He will deliver them. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. You got somebody from the Deep South and they talk like they're from the Deep South. Well, you know, I was going down to that place the other day and some you say, oh, I know where you're from. You're from down south. They say, yeah, how did you know? Well, they ought to say the same thing with you. You start saying, I am a billionaire. I walk by faith. I'm healed. I'm delivered. Come on. All my needs are met. I'm not sick. Do you hear what I'm saying? They say, I know where you're from. You're from heaven. That's where you're from. You're from the kingdom of God. a solution all ready, ready to go, all packaged up, come on, with instructions on it, ready and
and even got your name on it because he knew that today you were coming to him with a solution on how you can get to be a millionaire in a month. In a month. In Jesus' name. The condition of the church is that the church is what's described as in Revelation chapter uh, 3 and verse 16. Ready? Read. Stop. Lukewarm. Say lukewarm. Lukewarm, you can't move a lukewarm person for nothing. I'm telling you, lukewarm saints are just saints. And they won't do anything. They won't pay their tithes. They won't go witness. They won't do anything but stay lukewarm. Say amen to that. He said, I'd rather for you to be hot or cold than lukewarm. Lukewarm is a bad place to be. Don't ever get lukewarm. If you feel yourself lukewarm, do something. Stir up something. So a lot of the church has been lukewarm. And we don't want the church lukewarm. We want the church hot. Really. The next thing is that the church, they have a sense of Dependence. Dependence. Now, what I mean by that, notice Genesis chapter 30 and verse 31. Now, just watch the scripture and just read the scripture and I'll explain this to you. Ready? Read. And he said, What shall I give thee? And Jacob said, Thou shalt not give me anything. Now, what I'm saying is Jacob has been working for Laban for 20 years and didn't have enough money to go to the south side. And, uh, and so now Jacob is being offered another deal. And Laban is trying to again keep him there because the blessings on Jacob and Laban is getting the benefit of the blessing. And so he's saying, just tell me what you want me to pay you and it'll be all right. Now that's what's happening today in Babylon. I said in Babylon. See, you might get a raise, but the price of living just went up. So your raise didn't count for much. And it's happening so deceptively to most people can't even see it happen. The only thing they know is they still can't get to the south side. But my point to you is, is that you are no longer going to have to live off of what they can pay you. I think this is the right section over here. You are no longer going to have to live off of what they can pay you. Here is Jacob. He went all the way. He said, don't pay me nothing. He 
said, you don't pay me anything and I'm going to buy you out. Well, that just came right there. That, that was a revelation. Yes, indeed. So I'm saying, notice he came off the system and when he did, he went to 4D. And I'm telling you now, stop looking at yourself as the person who is on the side of the road looking for somebody to stop by and give them something. You see yourself as somebody passing by and you got everything they need and you can help them out. Do you hear what I'm telling you? I'm saying you ought to have money left over every time you get your paycheck. Watch this. You don't even need to spend that. Just put that in the bank. You're going to live off of overflow. This is what I'm talking about, babe. You're going to live off of overflow. From now on, I decree you're going to live off of your overflow. You ain't going to even touch the principal. All right, sit down, sit down. Well, this side, boy, they poured it. You're supposed to be hungry. Say amen. You know, to get rich, you got to be hungry. All right, let's, let's, let me see where I can go now. Woo, this side, I'm telling you. There's something about this, this city. Something about 47th Street. Something about 89th. They hungry for this work, man. Y'all got bully, man. Really? I mean, you know, you can take me somewhere I didn't plan to go. You have a need, you can pull that thing out of this anointing on me, and God will tell you how to get your man in 30 days. He will tell you, come on, he can pull that thing out of me, and God, come on, he'll tell you how to get that car debt-free. You pull this thing out of me, and God will tell you how to get your cousin out of your house. <laughs> okay, 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 sit down. Let's, let's, let's get serious here now. All right. <laughs> All right, okay, amen. All right, let's just, let's just check this out. So uh, let's see where I am. All right, so next, okay, dependent, depending on the world too much. Depending on the world too much, you got to stop that dependency. Because when you depend on the world too much, you know, eventually you start thinking like the world. When, when God asks you to do something, I can guarantee you it's not going to make sense. And it's not going to come the way you thought it was going to come. So you got to stay open to foolish thoughts. You, come on, you got to be, stay open. God may just tell you, get on one foot and jump down three times. See, see what I'm saying? And when you do that, all of a sudden something will show up. So I'm just saying, just stay tuned to God and say, stay connected to him. Say amen to that. All right. Also, that it's a lot of fussing and fighting among church folks. And when I say that, one denomination uh, fighting another and so forth. 
Turn to 1 Corinthians, please, in chapter 3, and look at verse 3 through uh, uh, 1 through 3. Ready? Read. my goodness. Now, what am I saying? I'm saying, wait a minute. You don't need to argue with anybody. I said, you don't need to argue with anybody. See, if you know what you've been called to do, you'll be content. It's only when you don't know what you call to do and you jealous about somebody doing what they're supposed to do. You don't need to get jealous of that sister. You don't need to get jealous of that brother. Why don't you do what you're supposed to do? So that's it. And, and basically the next one is the church has been broke. And, and I, when I say broke, I mean, don't have no money in the bank. Are you following what I'm saying? I'm saying day to day, living from paycheck to paycheck, but it's time to get above that. I said, it's time to get above that. I, I, let's, let's just set a goal right now. We're going to set a goal right now. You're going to get above that by this time, by the end of the year, you will have 50,000 in the bank. Come on, that, that's just, this just, this just play money. Can I say that? See, you say that to some Christians, they go, why he just talking about money. That's cause you need some. Listen, I, I got work to do if you don't, and, and I need money to do what I'm doing. I, you know, I can preach for free, but the hardware costs something. All right, so can I keep going here? Another 50,000. Amen. Just think about it 50,000 in the bank. See, the first thing you'll say, well, I don't know how I'm going to get $50,000. Well, watch it. If you can figure it out, you don't need faith. If you can figure it out, you don't need faith. That is not being fruitful. Fruitful is something that the idea comes from God. I said you will have 50000 in the bank. And I ain't taking it back. If anything, I'll add 50 more to it. Okay. See, there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with that, folks? What's wrong with having 50000 in the bank? Ain't nothing wrong with that. If anybody criticizing me about having God's people that have 50000 in reserve in the bank, then something's wrong with that person. That person is not dealing with a, with a full neck. They listen to the wrong spirit. And, and, and listen, I don't care if you don't like me. I didn't come here. For, where was you when I couldn't pay my bill? 
right, let me come back. Come on, sit down. Let me, let me get done with you. Okay, so. Let's go, Doc. All right. All right, now let's look at this next section. Jesus came to bring the kingdom of God. He said over in Mark chapter 1, in Mark chapter 1, verse 14, 15, he said, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. All right, repent means start thinking differently. Because the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, he said that Satan has a kingdom. I didn't say it. Jesus said it. Let's put it up. And that's uh, Matthew's gospel and Matthew chapter 12. All right. And let's read it and read it together. Verse 26. Ready? Read. All right. Whose kingdom? Satan has a kingdom. Now he tried to get Jesus to join his staff. Look at Luke chapter four and look at five, verse five through seven. Ready? Read. So he's trying to get Jesus to worship him because he's got control of all this. And he did. He got it from Adam and Eve. That's right. But you've been sent to get it back. I won't say that, but one other way. You've been sent to get it back. This is part of your mission is to establish God's kingdom here on this earth. That means order. One thing that the kingdom does when it comes is order everything. It makes it line up with heaven. And heaven expects God's children to have God's wealth. This is, I'm going back over here on the south side. This is part of your reason for being here. Part of reason for being here is you're the harvesting generation. You're the ones that God's been waiting on because you're going to not only get back to people, but you're going to get back to property. That everything's coming back into your hands. And the heathen are going to manage it for you. That's Isaiah 61. All right, let, let me quickly, let me quickly, move quickly here. All right, so here you are, and the enemy has a kingdom. Now look at what Jesus said about his kingdom. It says in John chapter 18 and verse 36, he said, my kingdom is what? Out of this world. All right, now what Satan wants is he wants to get people in his kingdom operating on his principles so he can keep his government established. And the principles of the kingdom of darkness are lying, cheating, come on, 
uh, manipulation, uh, adultery, all of that is the kingdom of darkness. So if he can get people continuing to do that, then they're welcome. But if you don't talk like him, if you don't act like him, you are not welcome in the club. Come on now, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes at corporate you be around people and they be drinking all this Jack Daniels and Jerry Brown and Johnny Walker Red and so forth and so on. And they say, hey, you want a little, little sip? No, no, that's, that's okay. I don't care for you and I don't drink. You don't drink. And you'll notice how they, notice how they, notice what they, uh, uh, wait a minute, uh, when you was unsaved, they say, uh, you want a little hit off of this? No, no, I don't, I don't smoke. You don't smoke. I'm just saying, it, it's interesting when you ain't in the club. And, and Satan can tell if you're in the club what, by what you say. That he can tell you in the club by what you say. See, if you start calling things that be not as though they were, you ain't in Satan's club. He don't like you around him because you might convince some other people that they can call things that be not. See, his job is to keep people in fear in his club, but your job is to keep people in faith in your club. And I'm saying, I don't know where you stand, but I'm on the Lord's side. I said, I'm on the Lord's side. Now, I serve one king. His name is Jesus. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. See, and if you're going to serve him, it's just like Peter over in Matthew, I think, verse 26, where Peter was sitting outside while they were interrogating Jesus. And they came outside and they said, wait a minute, weren't you with him? Peter said, no, 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 homie. I, I wasn't with him. I wasn't with him. I wasn't with him. And, and then another person came along and said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you were with him. He said, no, no, I just told the lady I wasn't with him. No, you're with him because I can tell the way you talk. You with Bill Winston because I can tell the way you talk. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? South and they talk like they're from the D South. Well, you know, I was going down to that place the other day and so forth. You say, oh, I know where you're from. You're from down South. They say, yeah, how did you know? Well, they ought to say the same thing with you. You start saying, I am a billionaire. I walk by faith. I'm healed. I'm delivered. Come on. All my needs are met. I'm not sick. Do you hear what I'm saying? You're from heaven. That's where you're from. You're from the kingdom of God. Satan got to get you out of the way. He don't want you. He don't want you to contaminate his people. Because if you say it and they see it, then you're going to convince them and they're going to join your club. 
That enemy wants you to join his club. He wants you to say how bad it is. He wants you to say how the children are gone. He wants you to say things. Instead of saying, in the name of Jesus, this is one nation, come on, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. My kids are safe and they'll never be taken in bondage. My, come on, my business will always fate, always line up with the kingdom of God. I will never fail. I'll always be. Are you following what I'm saying? Start saying what God said. I said start saying what God said. Today's message, Living in the Fourth Dimension, is rich with powerful revelations that are designed to transform your world and the world around you. However, you've only heard a portion of the message. To receive the full four-part series on MP3 or CD, on MP4 or DVD, order today by calling 1-800-711-9327 or go online at BillWinston.org. Operation 10 City is a 10-city campaign empowering communities of people across challenged metropolitan cities throughout the U.S., restoring hope, providing resources, and imparting entrepreneurial education. Operation 10 City features a free two-day mega event, Greatness Unlocked, with programming for youth and next-generation leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs centered on community outreach, business and entrepreneurship, and faith. Operation 10 City has impacted thousands to date in St. Louis, Detroit, Cleveland, and Los Angeles with a singular vision to inspire people and communities to access true economic prosperity and self-sufficiency through wealth building and ownership. A lot of single parents like myself that's doing everything by themselves, and this actually is a big help. In these days and times, the way it is in this world today, it is very hard. You know, and people are doing what they can to take what they have to make it. Some of us are like swamped in bills and in, in property taxes, and, and um, this is excellent. Um, we appreciate the blessing. Today I am here because I would love to expunge my record. I have made several mistakes at a young age. Me having my record expunged will be the most powerful impact in my life because I plan on getting my CDL so I can be a truck driver. I have a future. Hi, I'm Robert Alexander Cager, and I just won $10,000 here at Operation 10 City. I'm Rio Wilson for Cutting Edge Global, and the church just won $20,000 here at Operation <laughs> 10 City. Yeah. If you're the most informed person on a topic, wealth will find you because someone will need you to do something only you can do. And you're going to expand, you're going to grow. There's a difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. You're going to be 10 times better than the best that the world can produce. This is your season. The vision is when you see on the inside versus what you see on the outside, and you chase it. That God is a part of every area of my life and things that I do. He wants to make sure you're always on the right track. You give God access to all your life, not just part of it. 
When I came here, I felt the presence of God. It was so powerful. When praise and worship started, I just felt the anointing. And if you're looking for change and you just want to change your life, this is the place to come when they come to your city. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast.